today. And as always, welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today. And wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania, welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. With yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports. Welcome to the greatest competition on earth. And on today's episode, we continue with the best moments in UEFA Champions League history. We'll be reliving some of the magical moments in Champions League nights. Let me know in the comment section your most memorable moments in Champions League history over the past 30 seasons in the Champions League era. I'm giving you mine. Give me yours. Let's get interactive. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as I take you through the most memorable and magical nights in Champions League history. For me, one of my most memorable comebacks in Champions League history is the miracle of Istanbul. Liverpool were 3-0 down in that final as at first half. It came back, leveled the game to 3-3, take it to extra time, and Liverpool beat AC Milan 3-2 on penalties. The month of May is a big month for us here on the UEFA Champions League show. And this game was played on the 25th of May 2005. One key person who was instrumental in that final for Liverpool is Captain Steven Gerrard. And we'll be hearing more from him as he recounts the magical night the Champions League was won by Liverpool. The Champions League was played again in Istanbul for the 2020 final and it was where one of the greatest nights in European football history took place. Here it is in the words of the man who made it all happen for Liverpool. Liverpool legend Steven Gerrard. Let's hear more from Steve Gerrard. The city was 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 amazing. Certainly in the build-up, I think the AC Milan fans and Liverpool fans, two, two fantastic supported teams. I think they made a really carnival atmosphere. And it was a special occasion. The stadium looked amazing on the drive-in, all lit up in the dark. The pitch was perfect and both sets of fans played the part on the night. Stand to your left, left to right, and the full of play into it in the first part. 
then you find yourself 3-0 down because they absolutely dominated us in the first period. Right footed, edge of the box, shot comes in! Oh, it's a goal for Milan! He's taken 50 seconds for Milan to score! Chichenko, Antetro, Antetro, Rete! Rete, so yeah, there was a lot of uh, soul searching at half time. Um, we all had to look at ourselves first and foremost, and then we had to go out and sort the mess out. But I think the key was having the fans on side. The fans stuck with us. Changes that Raf had made uh, played a big part as well, but I think everyone found an extra 10, 15, 20 percent even in their own game, and they, everyone brought that to the party. And thankfully, we got back into the game. It was Gerard! We all had to dig, not just myself. I certainly going into the latter stages of the 90-minute time. I think a game of that magnitude, you use a lot of energy in the build-up. A game of high magnitude. So when the game actually comes around, you actually feel drained before it starts, and then you'd have to go and compete one of the best teams in Europe. A man to smite, to smite! Oh! Oh! Yes! Oh! He The Liverpool fans were for us with the 12th man because I think 1919 will be give up on the team 3 0 down at half time and really put pressure and unnecessary um, bad energy towards the team. But the Liverpool fans stuck with us all the way through and they certainly played their part in getting us over the line. 40,000 Liverpool fans inside here hold their breath. Hundreds of thousands hold their breath on Merseyside. It's Xabi Alonso for 3 3 and see! And Alonso follows him in! But the difference with our fans and, and most others is they wake up every single morning and Liverpool is the priority. They live for the club and they live for the badge. And, uh, I totally understand that feeling because I was a fan before I become a player. Um, and now that I'm not a player, I still have that feeling where I love the club and I want them to do well. Even when I was over in LA, you know, I'm still a huge Liverpool fan. And that's just how the club grabs you. Shevchenko for the European Football of the Year. Starman in the Milan side must score. He must score. It's in there! Liverpool! And Liverpool have won the Champions League! This is amazing. Can you believe it? A quarter to one this Thursday morning in Istanbul. Liverpool are champions of Europe. Istanbul is is always going to have a special place in my heart for the rest of my life. Um, it's the biggest night uh, of my career, um, one of the biggest nights of the club, the club's history, and um, probably still to this day the best Champions League final has ever been. Um, and every time you think of 2005, the first place that comes into your mind is Istanbul. That was Liverpool legend Steve Girard. Telling the story of how the miracle in Istanbul happened for Liverpool in that 2005-2006 final. That was 
a magical Champions League night in the final. Another one I describe as one of the greatest comebacks in Champions League history was Barcelona beating PSG by six goals to one, also known as La Romantada, meaning the comeback was the result of a second leg of a Champions League tie which had occurred on the 8th of March 2017 at the Camp Nou in Barcelona. FC Barcelona reversed a four-goal deficit in the second leg of their 2016-2017 UEFA Champions League round of 16 tie against PSG to win 6-5 on aggregate, making it the greatest comeback in UEFA Champions League history. Let's relieve that magical night at the Camp Nou. Ball played into the box and it went towards Testegan. Ball cleared. 
It'll be a chance to play it in again. Neymar on the ball now. Gets onto his left hand foot. And puts it to the box. He's in the net. 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 Barcelona have won six. One. Barcelona have won. And they're in the next round of the Champions League. 6-1. This is history. This has not been done before. And I don't know if we'll ever see it ever again. But this is the kind of victory that not only gets you to the next round. And I tell you what, what a beautiful headed away by Maturano there's the final whistle there's the final whistle Barcelona six Paris Saint-Germain one Barca and in the next round of the Champions League I love this this is a magical magical moment in the history of the Champions League and I don't know if we would ever witness one again. And for me, this night is a night I will never forget. I never, in my slightest of thoughts, imagined that Barcelona were going to turn that 4-1 deficit at the Camp Nou and beat PSG 5-1, 6-1. I mean, that was incredible. That was incredible so that was one of my magical moments in the history of the champions league my best goal in the history of the champions league is cristiano ronaldo's bicycle kick in that game when real madrid beat juventus by three goals to nil in the first leg of the champions league quarterfinal on the 3rd of april 2018 and I want to do proper justice and honor to that goal. Seen a lot of goals in my time, but this is absolutely breathtaking from Ronaldo. Stick a stunning overhead kick past his future employers in the course of a devastating first leg performance from the soon-to-be European champions. Ronaldo has scored a fair few stunners in his time but was quite proud of the way he hung in the air to smack Danny Cavalio's floated pass into the net. And for me, that was an incredible, incredible moment in the history of the Champions League. And for me, that was one of my best goals in the Champions League. And no doubt it was scored by the greatest players and goal scorers in football history. Cristiano Ronaldo scored one of the greatest goals ever seen in Champions League against Buffon and shared how he and Ronaldo bonded overhead. Yes, we hear from Buffon reminisce how he and Ronaldo laughed about that overhead kick. Let's hear more from Buffon who was in goal when Ronaldo scored that stunning Brilliant and greatest goal ever seen in Champions League era. 
e mi ha appena fatto gol in rovesciata eh, ce lo ricordiamo e nonostante la delusione e, e qua vi faccio capire torniamo a Monte quando vi ho detto io non odio nessuno realmente io lì dopo chiaramente i primi 25 secondi di frustrazione cioè ero lì e pensavo ma che cavolo di gol c'è cioè, qualcosa di veramente di bello cioè seppure io abbia subito non potevo non riconoscere che è stato un gesto incredibile straordinario no? Al che invece lui ritorna e passa vicino a me, gli dico, Cristiano, ma, ma quanti anni hai, no? Voglio chiedere così, no? Lui mi guarda e mi fa, all'epoca fa, 33 fa, non male, vero? E mi dice così, no? E di fatto ridiamo, lui mi, mi, mi strappa proprio un sorriso, perché cavolo, dove guarda sto figlio? So, that is the moment Gigi Buffon reminences how he and Ronaldo laughed over that overhead kick. Yes, that was a stunning goal. And after that game, that was Ronaldo's last season with Real Madrid. The following season, Juventus, without thinking twice, signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Tomorrow, we'll usher in the second leg of the Champions League semifinals games. But one semi-final game that went down in history as one of the few semi-finals that the home team lost in the first leg but went on to this is Ajax game. It's one of the games in Champions League history that the home team, Tottenham, lost the first leg at home to Ajax 1-0 but went to Amsterdam to turn that tie around. That was one magical night because it was the first ever Champions League final that Tottenham qualified to. And it meant a lot to Tottenham. Let's relieve those magical moments. We'll take excerpts of the first leg between Tottenham and Ajax at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. What a stadium, what a sight, and what a night for only the sixth game at Tottenham Hotspur's new home. It is the last four of the Champions League. Somewhere neither of these clubs dared to dream they might be this season. But, as the club motto here goes, to dare is to do. Ajax have been at this stage three times before in the Champions League era of Europe's Premier Club competition, but this is their first semi-final for 22 years. The Spurs, it's the first ever. David Neres, Schoenig, through, and a great... Through, and a great chance, and it's taken by Van der Beek. Spurs fans, Spurs players, They're all looking for the touchline, but there's no offside flag. Two found themselves free in this first penalty area. And Donny van der Beek took his chance coolly. It will be checked. All goals are. Ajax fans will just continue their celebrations, though. A huge away goal. Well, they've been dominating the play. Switched it from one side in and around the box. There's the first ball that's played in behind Trippier. They really are struggling at the moment, Spurs, to get tight to anybody. Then they play it around the box. And the bait 
Well, it's a tight one. It's a tight one. Is that right foot in an offside position? It's all about where Van de Beek was and where Kieran Trippier was. That's what will be looked at. They're looking along the line and the goal stands. Given the benefit of the doubt. Romero this time is a good job on touch. Magnifico still up there. It's allowed to run by Van de Beek. Van de Beek again. This time Lloris saves. Ajax in again. Is he going for the shot or the cross here? Brilliant football. He lets it run here. Tadic returns it to him. Oh, he's just got to square it for Neres, who made the run. That was brilliant football from Ajax. It's going to be Trippier. Usually puts a good ball in. And that is a good ball. Llorente's headers wide, though. He couldn't have asked for the delivery to have been any better. Well, they're trying to hold a very high line, Ajax. They know it could be a problem. He times his run well. Tries to head it into the right corner. Well, he's tried. Alderweireld's jump. Out comes Onana. Llorente. That's one Yama. And the referee's going to stop the play because two in white are down hurt. Oh dear. Toby Alderweireld and Jan Vertonghen both went for the ball. And Vertonghen, well, he took the blow. And he took the blow off the back of his own teammate's head. Onana came a long way for that. Doesn't quite get it. I'm not sure who actually gets the header in. I think they're enjoying the occasion, but not the game at the moment. Minimum four minute break in play. He's ready to return, or they think he's ready to return. The uh, fourth official is just making sure that he's satisfied that all is well. All thumbs up from the referee. He's enjoying the occasion. You can tell, can't you? And Yama has put the ball out because he felt he had to because Yamba Tongan is shaking his head and he's clearly feeling dizzy and I think he has decided to take this course of action and he's absolutely right to. He's not right. You can't take any chances when a head injury is concerned. Argentino's probably saying our doctors said he was okay to carry on, you know but what? he's struggling. He's in a really bad way. This is delayed concussion here. Oh, and Jan Vertonghen will get the medical attention urgently that he needs. It's, uh, you see this with head injuries sometimes. Players think they're okay. Adrenaline is forcing through the body. And then the injury, the effects of it start to hit. And that's what's happened with Vertonghen there. Touche. Trippier in. Oh, the it's a goal and chance, but he didn't meet it with the meat. It's a looping header onto the top. De Jong and Daly Blint were the two players in there. For some reason, they licked right round the back. Ziyech, Yama and Soko combined. It's come to Tagliafico. He's going to have a go. I think Lloris had it covered. I think he did. Because he struck it particularly cleanly. Yeah, nearly gets a touch on it, that could have been dangerous. Deli Alley, Lucas Mora, shipped it out to Trippier, it was just behind him. There's Deli Alley, couldn't get over the top of the ball. Good play from Spurs. Direct, there's the ball into the front. Not a good pass from Deli Alley, they just helped it on to Lucas Mora. Pilot played against Ziyech. 
Ericsson's combining nicely here. Ericsson has a hold, surely. But Masroi continues anyway. And this is Tadic. And this is David Neres! Lloris was helpless. And Spurs would have been out of the tie had that gone in. Just about done. Well, he left a lot of the goal open on that far side. It's not a clean hit. He bangs, bangs it into the ground. And there's an enormous roar from the Ajax section of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium tonight. One goal has won the first leg for them. Donny van der Beek scored it. It is advantage Ajax halfway through. Final score tonight in London is Tottenham Hotspur now. So Ajax got the advantage in the first leg, but in the second leg, Tottenham overturned the tie to qualify for their first ever Champions League final that season. Let's relieve that moment in Amsterdam when Ajax lost to Tottenham in the semi-final second leg of the Champions League. Welcome to the Johan... We know you... Welcome to the Johan Cruyff Arena. Who's ready for another chunk of Champions League drama? Well, a game like the one in Liverpool last night or Tottenham's incredible quarter-final ending at Manchester City can't be guaranteed but we should still get plenty of excitement with the tie only just balanced in favour of Ajax at the start. Spurs holding a very high line. Ziyech finds Tadic. Tadic will shoot. Super save Hugo Lloris. And Danny Rose turns it behind. Well, this is high-octane stuff from the start. Brilliant save. It's a nice height for him. Should be a backing off. You can see the overlapping run. Takes a slight deflection as well. Good save from Lloris. Comes towards the lift. And the lift gives Ajax the lead. Four minutes in. Their teenage captain comes up with the biggest of goods again. He is a giant already. Tadic has the time and space to advance, and that's what he does. Tadic! He twisted Alderweireld, he tied him up in knots, but he couldn't hit the target. Well, he's a dangerous player, one-on-one. Alderweireld had to come out and close him down. Tadic to the left-hand side. And Tadic finds Dolberg, better than that, he found Ziyech, who finds the net, spectacularly! Ajax are on their way to the Champions League final! They are carving through Tottenham Hotspur, this is scintillating football! It all came about because they won the ball back, Tottenham are out of shape. to Deli Alley, 
Can he play it across to Ericsson? Lucas Moura's running in now! Lucas Moura! Spurs are still in this! There is the glimmer of hope that they've been relentlessly fighting for since the restart. And they've been much, much better. Lucas Moura, really good pace. Done nothing here on the lift. Danny Rose started it on. Rose. Rose into the box, here's Song. Song spots a way out wide to Trippier. Llorente! And Onana has kept it out twice. Lucas Moura. Lucas Moura's done it again. Incredible. Just incredible. all that there was a world-class save from Anana. The great determination from Lucas Moura. Trippier finding space out on the right-hand side. There's the save from Llorente. Then he loses it. Schoener is clipped by his goalkeeper, but Lucas Moura. Chance to find Ziyech! Wow, that was close. Spurs have just got to steady themselves here. They've got themselves back into the game. The last two or three minutes, they've been found wanting defensively. That's a big chance. Sinkroven. Here's Van der Beek. Straight against Vertonghen. Van der Beek. Now tees up Ziyech. Ziyech shot! Lloris was beaten. Had that gone in, I fancy Spurs would have been two. Fine, fine margins. It's over towards Urente. Vertonghen! Vertonghen again! Kept out by the bar first time and an Ajax defender the second. Lucas Moura. Not decisively cleared by Onana. Sissoko. Comes to Deli Alley, through to Lucas Moura! Lucas Moura has fired Spurs through to Madrid! To the Champions League final! That is utterly astounding! Side. June the 1st in the Metropolitano in Madrid 
Liverpool versus Tottenham Hotspur. What a way to end the most dramatic of Champions League seasons. Spurs have done it with a full-time score on the night of Ajax 2, Tottenham Hotspur 3. So Tottenham Hotspur beat Ajax by three goals to two and advance on their way goal rules 3-3 on aggregate. We'll pick all the emotion and reaction as Tottenham reach the Champions League final for the first time in their history. Thanks to late goals from Lucas Mora. Let's relieve that moment. Pochettino shed tears and the incredible scenes as Tottenham Hotspur reached the Champions League final. So that was the moment Tottenham Hotspur reached the Champions League final for the first time ever in their history. For me, that was one of my most magical moments in football. And Mauricio Pochettino also gave his reaction. We are fortunate to have that reaction on this particular episode. 
let's pick that reaction when Mauricio Pochettino said thank you to football. Gave you a moment to recover there. We saw what it meant to you. We saw the tears. What, a, what an amazing evening. Yeah, it's still difficult to to talk. I think the emotion is amazing. Thank you, football. Thank you, this guy, my player. They are heroes. I told you in the last year, I, I am telling everyone that they have a group of players that for me are heroes and they show today big balls. Second half was amazing. Thank you. Thank you, football. This type of emotion without football, I think it's impossible to live. Uh, I know. I am so emotional now and thank you, our fans. Thank you, the people that believe in us from the beginning of the season to achieve this amazing moment. I think it's fantastic. It's difficult to describe with, with words all that we are living now. We thought the Manchester City game was crazy. We thought that was insane. I mean, you've done it again. You can't keep doing this to yourself because there, there were tears of relief, there were joy, stress, all those emotions mixed in. Yeah, we were talking before the game and the, the meeting on the that uh, when you work and uh, when you feel the love, it's not a stress, it's a passion and I think the emotion that what we showed today was the passion to love this this sport that is uh, football, and I seen in the game against Manchester City and and today it's amazing. I think the fans, uh, but the people that is not uh, from Ajax or from Tottenham, I think show you a lot, and I think it was a joy um, to watch this type of game. The emotional for us was so tough, for sure for Ajax. Difficult too, um, I think, to compete in this level and, and this magic uh, competition, uh, this situation can happen and, and of course I am, I am so grateful to be a coach, uh, to be in football and to be living this, this uh, type of moment. Everyone was a hero as you say, but Lucas Moura, a superhero I think. Yes, yeah, superhero. <laughs> All heroes but him, superhero. I think uh, unbelievable hat-trick, uh, he deserves, he's a great guy. I've seen everyone deserve, uh, from the first to the last one in this club, with all the, the tough moments that we are living in the five years when we are right here, to have the chances to, to play the finals. It's amazing. I want to remember my family. It's for them too. For the people that support us in that moment, it's, it's amazing to, to reward them. Um, thank you. Um, we need to be ready now for the next game Sunday and, and then to prepare the, the final of Madrid. But it is, but it is a joy. Those were tears of joy for Mauricio Pochettino. And as always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the UEFA Champions League. I've loved and I continue to love the Champions League. It is the greatest competition on earth. And you can see it in the varied emotions expressed by the players, the coaches, the fans, in all the magical moments that I've brought your way. We'll continue with this series. It's a series in many parts. And I hope you have enjoyed part two of this series as much as I have. Keep well. Stay blessed. <music>